Today on GEMP, fuck yeah, it's gonna be offensive, fuck yeah, uh, topical, fuck yeah, political, fuck yeah, Jesse's mom's here, fuck yeah, we're covering Team America World Police, fuck yeah! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's guilty movie pleasure. Oh, fuck yeah! We're doing the Ooh. awkward puppet dance, which is one of my favorite things about this movie. Is that was That's my main dance. I, uh, I know I normally do the shake weight dance, but it's only because I'm actively <laughs> trying not to do the puppet dance. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. You have two dances in your, in your repertoire. Two, and that's it. And the... Trust me, the shake weight dance I've had to work on and focus on. Uh, now, I know your mom's here, but I've always made yes. the joke Hi, that the shake weight dance uh, looks like you're just, like, jerking off the Lakers. Yeah. Like, you're just kind of... Right, there. specifically the Lakers. Because they're all tall. Yeah. No, no I, got, I got your reference. I just wanted to... I Again, just want to follow up. I just... Uh, oh, man. This is one of those episodes where if you see me blush 400 times... Yeah. Uh, Jesse's mom is in the audience yeah. tonight. Uh, she's off camera, just as our live studio audience. She she wasn't interested in being on camera or being heard on camera. So we tried only, really hard. We really desperately wanted her to because this is the perfect movie for her to be in studio for, um, or the worst movie ever I to mean, cover with your mom in the room. Yeah, you could you could take it either way. Did your mom watch any of this? So she didn't watch the first hour fifteen, and then I watched the end of it. <laughs> oh no! This morning, and she was like reading her book in the. Uh, so she in heard the adjacent the, room. You heard the end speech. <laughs> she heard the end speech, and the the speech finished, and like everyone was clapping or whatever. And she goes, "This movie's kind of raunchy, isn't it?" <laughs> What's funny is, it's been a while since my wife saw it, uh -huh. and she came down the steps, and her, and as I was recording the sound clip for the final speech, uh -huh. and she sat there and she was like what is wrong with this movie? And I was like, no, it ties into earlier when a bum tells him this before he does a six-minute throw-up session. It's a, it's a callback. And I'm like, I... Now I feel like I have to defend why I love this movie so much. You should have just been like, this is actually not for the podcast. I'm recording this just, as my outgoing message just, for... Just as, like, motivation. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a dick, and I gotta fuck that asshole. Oh my god, your mom's right here as I just said that. Anyways, uh, it's, I want You're quoting. You're I'm not, quoting. That's not an it's original not my thought. Opinion. It's that's, not an original yeah. thought. So, I want to get into... When I first saw this, I saw this mm -hmm. on a date uh, back in college. Perfect. And the girl I went with uh, was not as big of a fan as I am. She wasn't a huge fan of vulgar humor and violence, and... So this is really, the, really good choice. <laughs> kind of like, like the time I went on a date with <laughs> to American Psycho yeah. on a first date. I have really bad... And then I made Renee, the first movie I ever made my now wife watch was The Host, this weird Korean monster movie that I love. But mm -hmm. she was like, what's happening? I thought this was going to be like Jaws. And it's like a genre-bending, amazing film. But if you're not ready for it, you're like, what, what's going so on? So you just dive into the deep end. You know what? You're it's, not afraid. It's to, a litmus test. It's like, hey, this is my barometer. Yeah. If you can hop on the weird movie train right off the bat, then you're a keeper. And she did. She's can a keeper. You hang. That's, can, can you hang? That's first date with Ben Begley. First date with Can ben. you hang? Team America, she couldn't really hang. Couldn't hang. Because, I mean, and the violence in this, it's shockingly violent, even though they're puppets. They're puppets. <laughs> Halfway through the movie, I was like, if this was done, this could never be done live action. No. Because... Just the fact that, like, the Panama Canal gets blown up and there's hundreds of dead bodies. And Janine Garofalo's head <laughs> comes gets... half off. It's not it, that. I think hers is the one where just the top of her no, head No, Sam comes Jackson off. gets. Yeah. Sam Jackson gets the top of his, like, the ma top upper mandible. Is that it? Is, is he the one off? that gets his head kicked off? He gets his head kicked off. Yeah. She gets it shot and it just blows up there's the back of her. There's a crater yeah. or something. Yeah. It's, anyways, we'll get to that. All right. So when I first saw this movie, I loved it. I, I was always, like, I liked South Park, but I was never, like, 
a huge South Park guy like some people are. I, lo- I love the movie, and I've seen episodes. Lately, when I watch it, I'm kind of like, half the episode, I'm like, this is hysterical, and some of the funniest social commentary out there, and half of it, I'm like, this is annoying and juvenile. Uh-huh. And watching Team America again, because I've seen it, I used to watch it every 4th of July as like my <laughs> ridiculous sort of um, patriotic as movie. Your, as your ode to the United States. Yeah, well, I mean, it gets more and more like Team America so, every I mean, year. Sure. So, um, but I, I loved it when I first saw it in theaters. I thought it was hilarious. I bought the soundtrack, and I've I know most of the songs by heart. Like like most people buy like the Hamilton soundtrack. Uh-huh. I went out and bought the Team America soundtrack <laughs> the next day. Yeah, I will say watching it again this time. I don't know if it was because I knew your mom <laughs> may have been seeing it too, but there or if just the older I get, sometimes this like overtly, uh, especially the overtly homophobic stuff that they keep bashing you over the head with got a little old. But I still think it's really funny. It's just some of the jokes were a little bit like, eh, all right, this time. But I'd say 75% of it I still really loved. I, I'm interested to see. You've never seen it. I'd never seen it. Um, and <laughs> like you, I'm not a huge yeah. watcher of South Park. Yeah. Um, I've seen episodes, but I don't love the show. I'm like just generally not that into animation. Yeah. Um, just none at all. Not, not, not really. Even Pixar? Yeah, a little bit, but I mean, like TV shows. Okay, okay. like I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, choose yeah. to watch animated TV, even the ones meant for adults. I don't, yeah, yeah. I just like, don't. Really I think watch Adult them. Swim, and that it's funny, but it's more like I feel like a lot of this is more like get drunk with your buddy's college humor. Yeah, um, but so I just wonder what this movie would be like now. Like I wonder because I don't think it could be made now, but not this specific movie. Yeah. I just mean like Matt and Trey have evolved so much yeah, as comedians yeah, yeah. Yeah. that like I wonder what oh, yeah, what yeah. their version of this, if written right now, would be. I, maybe they should make a sequel. Maybe given I mean, there's although so that would like much. constrain them to the same like yeah, yeah. vibe and you you know what I mean. Like it would put too many shackles on them. Well, I think, like but. so what do you because the thing I thought, and then we'll get into the plot. The thing I thought. Um, is that I don't want to say this was made in a more innocent time because it was 2004. It was three years after 9-11, which wasn't an innocent time. Well, let's check your math real quick. What's that? What did I say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah 2001. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For a second there, I was like, it happened in 2001, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so 2004. Never forget. <laughs> except just now. <laughs> except now. Uh, so 2004, it came out, and I would argue that, yes, even though some of this is insensitive and offensive, that we as a nation kind of needed a little bit of ridiculousness and humor to uh, which a lot of the late night talk show people had uh, struggled but figured out how to make light of it this though given the amount of terrorist attacks and mass shootings and crazy things that happen over and over again certain sections of this movie just don't age very well at all like the the Paris attack scene in the beginning and stuff and it's not their fault it's not like they could have foreseen that there was going to (laughs) be all these awful things happening in the world yeah but it seems almost like too much awfulness has happened since then that some of it is a little harder to laugh at now and and north korea is a little harder to laugh at now yeah because it's become way more of a actual tangible threat and living on the west coast now right (laughs) i'm like i have a friend who works in the government and i'm always like just tell me if i need to leave donald trump (laughs) yeah she's we're buds what no way no I have a friend who works at the CIA, and I'm like, he can't tell me anything. But I'm like, I know you can't tell me anything as it's classified, but like, just let me know if like I need to drive out of Los Angeles because a nuke is coming. Like, our way. how comfortable do you feel giving him your secrets? Like, super comfortable, right? <laughs> I don't want him to know that I like have downloaded illegal music occasionally. No, in my but life. he's. I mean, he's so trustworthy though. Of all of all your friends, like, oh yeah, he's yeah, for yeah. sure oh, yeah. not going to tell anyone. Oh yeah, right. He's just used to it. I mean, he literally told me nothing. And I, by a friend, I mean he's actually a friend of a friend. 
And so I was asking mm-hmm. a ton of questions when I met you him. You saw him once at a party? Yeah, and I you just basically... Him. I, Renee gets on me all the time because I use the term friend <laughs> very friend. loosely. I'll be like, oh, my friend. And she'll be like, that's someone you met in an audition and your Facebook friends. Yeah. Like, you guys went out on one date. Just You're not friends. <laughs> you're not friends. Um, Anyways, so, I mean, how do you feel at ages? Yeah, you it doesn't. Seen it, so. it doesn't. Like, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of what I found funny in this movie was the stuff around the periphery and, like, the small details what that they the didn't songs, even though? reference. The songs, most of the songs are funny. I love the songs. Most still. of the songs are funny. I, Pearl Harbor song. That's the best and one. I miss you. Yeah. Wait, do we have, did I take that sound clip? Can we just play that right now because I just mentioned it? Because, yeah, number uh, 11. I just love this song so much. City movie too. <laughs> it's, it's like how did they think of how did they think of that as because that was real that they hated the movie Pearl oh, Harbor really? I don't know the, like it apparently. seems like it yeah they wrote an entire song about I, um, no no the best part of that song is I the very is the very end the yeah. when when they're like uh, when they're like. I miss you almost as much as I hated Pearl Harbor. Like, they, they adjust I'm, it. No, I think it says, I miss you just a little bit more than... No, I hate Pearl Harbor just a little, a little bit, bit more, more than, than I miss you. Miss you. Yeah, yeah. For me, um, the best things were, like, the spoofs of action movies, which we'll get into, but I want to know what... Like, yeah, what, what like, made you laugh? What didn't make you laugh? Then we'll get into the plot. Uh, so... I know um, it's very broad. Yeah. Just just a couple examples. What made you laugh? Like, an example of your favorite scene. Michael Moore double-fisting hot dogs. Like, and them never mentioning it was really, really funny. <laughs> yeah, I will say that even though this movie is offensive, they kind of Archie Bunker it, where they make fun of everyone. So the problem is, like, making fun of specific people, okay. Yeah. But the the issue that has run into, that they have run into over the passage of time is them making fun of, like, generalities. So, like, all mm-hmm. the gay jokes don't play anymore. No, no, the, I mean, yeah. The joke about, uh, like... Well, the... the, bl- the... <laughs> The scene where he blows him at the end, I was like, I forgot this was in here. Right. So that okay. like that one maybe played out a little bit too long. The the joke, <laughs> really long. right? I'm being kind. The joke about, or it's not a joke about anything, but like the way they set up the terrorists just speaking in gibberish, and they give like real. French words and real Spanish words to the French speakers and Spanish speakers. Yes, but they also do, I think they unilaterally do like ridiculous things like ah croissant like it's not actual French it's just and they, and they say like and instead of I think also they're picking not to do an actual terrorist language or an actual terrorist country. Sure. Well, not that countries are terrorists, but you know what I mean? Like an actual language to single out. Because they say they're from Durka Durkistan. Right. So they make it. I think that's intentional to it, not. Oh, 100%. Not be like, let's. <laughs> and I think, I think maybe it worked at the time. And yeah. I worry that the pendulum has swung so that now it's like, oh, you think like, like basically they're making fun of. I can, yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, I'm little, not finishing a thought. No, but no, like, I get it. But like, I would offer that the North Korean uh, dialogue in the end is worse, where it's just like "poyo pong ping," and that's the song. It's, it's like all these. Well, that too. Like, so like the yeah. terrorists, but then also how yeah. King Jong Il, King Jong Kim Jong Il. Once yeah. I'm a, once I can speak, um, 
his accent, like the he yeah. has a whole song based almost entirely uh, on, on the joke that he else. can't pronounce things. Yeah, we'll get to that too. Um, and that. I feel like isn't as funny as it maybe was when it was in the theater. See, it's hard for me because when I saw it, I thought it was super funny, right. and I still have this nostalgic value. Let's let's. This is something to open up to the audience. Uh, tweet at us like what you think ages well in this movie. If the whole thing ages well for you, awesome. The things that if it doesn't, let me let us know which parts you don't like. For me, uh, yeah, I definitely think the more homophobic stuff gets a little old, where it's like they call each other like really ridiculous things, but. Um, let's get into the plot. Well, and so just yeah. the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. one oh, more thing it, before we get into the plot. The, like, one of the other things that I thought was hilarious, and just another example of something that was never referenced, and they just sort of, like, put it in there, mm-hmm. was um, when he is, when Kim Jong-il is singing his song, they, he's, like, walking through his house, and there are, like, prisoners just tied up on the walls, <laughs> and they never talk about it. And it's just, like, it's just there as set dressing, yeah. but it's so, like, those things to me were okay. the funnier parts than the actual written jokes of this film okay okay i guess for me also just the aesthetic of the movie is hilarious and some of my favorite moments are when they build up to these epic fight scenes and then they're just like puppets flailing at each other or like when she shushes him and misses his face his mouth completely right i love how they they place those little moments in there so i don't think it goes it gets the joke it's beaten to death but it's enough where it surprises me each time even though I've seen it a hundred times sure. like I, I still laugh they space the, it out pretty well so it's not like every time we're, <laughs> we're done with the scene like, what's the symbol what's the signal uh, yeah. to let us know you're in trouble yeah <laughs> that terrorist is just taunting us <laughs> he's saying kiss me kiss me hey fuck you terrorist it's just like it's uh, when he's saying it's, it's me. me it's, it's me, me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so there's and I like that they make fun of stuff like face off we'll get into that because there's tons of movies they reference in this uh, let's do the plot in under three minutes. Are we ready in the booth, Steve? Okay. Oh, that's a uh, no then. That's a that is an absolutely not. He's like yes, but wait. Yes, but wait. Okay. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yeah. Three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. Three hours. Ah, three. Oh, it was three hours. Yeah. Good God. We don't need. Okay, so we start off, and there's Team America's first mission in Paris to stop these terrorists, and they end up basically blowing up the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, the Arc de Triomphe, everything. They do more damage than the terrorists do, and they're like, don't worry, we saved you, Paris! You're uh, welcome, America! And then we go to uh, Gary, who's on stage in Lease, the musical, singing Everyone Has AIDS, making fun of Rent. Spotswood goes and recruits him, and he thinks he first wants to put his finger in his butt. It's weird, your mom's right here, but I said that anyways. Um, and then he meets the team. Chris is a douche. Uh, Sarah, oh, Sarah's boyfriend gets shot in the beginning when he's in about Paris, to propose yeah, in, and, Paris. in Paris. And then he meets the rest of the team. He meets the world's worst empath, the douchebag, uh, and then the guy who loves the other girl and talks just kind of like this. And take it away. And uh, so they say, you, we need you to save the world. We need, we need you to act and get into these terrorists and convince them that you're a terrorist too so yeah. you can get the information. And you can leave if you want to. And he says, all right, cool. Peace. <laughs> he just leaves. And so he leaves. Uh, and then he goes on a journey for uh, like through Washington, D.C. <laughs> a fake country song plays. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he realizes that this is what he's meant to do so he comes back and joins them and they go to Cairo Egypt they valmorphize they valmorphize his face first yeah to which just means put hair everywhere hair and like patchy brown spots yeah yeah they go to Cairo they go to Cairo um, and he infiltrates the terrorist convention I guess by saying his sheep's got killed yeah it's like a Tatooine bar but with terrorists right 
said. And then someone approaches him and they're like, who are you? And he's like, I'm a terrorist. You hear of any terrorist activity happening? And so everything stops and then they like decide that he's cool but then they see Team America outside getting ready. Yeah. And so they make their escape and then there's a big chase. Yep. And they basically blow up everything uh, and then they go back and they're starting to get blamed by uh, the celebrities in the Film Actors Guild. You can draw your own conclusion with what that spells out. Uh, Alec Baldwin specifically. And Gary Leaves, and, right? And Gary Leaves. He's like, I, I got everybody killed. I can't do it again. Yeah. And we realize that he, his brother was killed. He leaves. Um, then, uh, good God, there's a lot of other stuff that happens. <laughs> um Oh no, there's a lot of the, oh, well, there's a really, the world's grossest sex scene ever happens. Yep. And then he realizes he killed everybody, it was his fault, his acting got people killed again. He says how his brother got mauled by gorillas because he had blueberries in his pocket and he was acting in, in the zoo. Uh, good God, Spotswood gets blown up, we think he's dead, the team gets shot down, they're being tortured by Kim Jong-il, who's uh, uh, involved with everything, there's a Panama attack. Uh, uh, then sure. they end up in North Korea, right? Yes, North Korea. Yeah. At this uh, peace summit. At, at a peace where summit. invited all the world leaders. Yep. Gary's come back, he does a montage. Okay, uh, I'll take it. It's, uh, you take training it. And, and okay, and so then he they they fight all the actors. The actors are trying to trap him, even though they're very very peaceful. They want to kill everyone. <laughs> it's super um, violent. Yeah, and and Gary ends up on stage and he he acts. He gives this big speech about butts uh, about assholes, about dicks, and pussies. Bustle, yeah. um, and then and then everyone believes him. And then they King Jung Il falls on a and he turns out to be a cockroach and alien a cockroach and flies off. And, and then, then Team America wins. Yeah, they win. Yay! Look at that. We did it early. Oh, look at that. That's never happened. Matt Damon. All right. Get, get, get real. Okay, so let's just, the first thing, um, the first puppet shootout is ridiculously violent. <laughs> the first puppet shootout. It's ridiculously violent and only funny because they're puppets. Otherwise, this would be horrifying. Yeah, let me also just say before we get started, like, I didn't, I didn't love every single part of this movie, but the fact that someone made a puppet yeah. musical um, great. feature film is pretty genius, uh, and they deserve props for that. So. I, feel, I feel guilty about how much I love this movie, but I still you love sh- it. You should still love it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm. We already talked about how they basically blow up more of Paris than the terrorists ever would, and they're like, <laughs> "You're welcome." And then I love the puppets' reactions where they're like, "Ha." What the f- what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is it was so great because I didn't know that this was coming, and they did it twice. They did it in uh, Paris, Paris, and, and they <laughs> did it in Cairo, <laughs> and it was like they destroyed the Sphinx. It was exactly what you always talk about, like. What was what were the last couple? The Mummy, yeah, and uh, I forget uh, Spider Man also. I think yeah, where, they, where they just like destroy a city, like the superheroes and the the yeah. protagonists of the film destroy cities and kill thousands of people, yeah. and they're just like, "You're welcome." <laughs> but they call it out in this. They where call it out. Like, it's so Wait, good. What? Yeah, they're like, "We saved you. We saved you from the terrorists," and they have destroyed the entire, entire city, city, everything that's sacred in the city. The terrorist is going into the Louvre. <laughs> yeah, they just blow it up, and they like a couple times. Are like, oh, we missed. Yeah. Oh, crap. Oh, damn, we missed. So let's play the first sound clip, which is the from Least the Musical, which if you haven't seen Rent, it was Rent's an amazing, beautiful musical, but it did get overexposed and then they made kind of a shitty movie version of it. But the musical says you. The Broadway musical version of Rent, when I saw it, I cried like six times. It's amazing. But it is this least the musical is pretty hilarious. Can we play clip number one? As offensive as this is. March on Washington. Sorry. Lead the fight and charge the brigades. There's a hero 
best is everyone dancing so happy in the end, and the audience like. The Pope has got it. Yep. Didn't, I don't know if you no, did. I'm gonna march on Washington and let them know everyone has AIDS. But this is my favorite. Yeah. The last one. The last AIDS. The best is when you're the visual gag of everybody like dabbing their their eyes and then being like, "Oh, happy again!" Just the juxtaposition of such drastic mood shifts in in the show is yeah. so funny. And I know it's offensive. I know you shouldn't make fun of AIDS, <laughs> but holy shit, that song, just as a general rule, just don't as a general rule, don't. But they're more making fun of like they're they're making fun of rent. They're yeah, not making they're fun not of making AIDS. fun of AIDS. Yes, like, yes, yeah. yeah. Where everybody does have AIDS in Rent, and it's super depressing. But they're still but like also, it's yeah. upbeat music, yeah. and it's like a rock and roll musical. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. anyways, uh, then Spotswood comes in, and Spotswood has one of my favorite voices in because well, because it's also a voice actor, not just uh, Matt Stone, right. Trey Parker, right. doing weird kind of voices, which I think are funny. There's just um, a lot of Cartman. There's a lot of Cartman. throughout this whole movie. <laughs> like like seven a lot Cartmans. of the characters are Cartman. Can we play? This is just gonna be a bunch of sound clips mainly. Can we play clip number two? This is Spotswood and Gary's first meeting. Oh, I get it. I'm supposed to get in your car and let you put your finger inside me. Then if I go down on you, I get a movie part. No, I just want to show you something. Mm. Yeah, I'll bet you do. <laughs> Please, Gary, I'm not from Hollywood. I'm not going to fuck your mouth and my time is extremely valuable. <laughs> I think my first agent meeting went similar to that when I, I was, first got I don't know. Here, I you know? took a little bit of offense to that because I am from Hollywood and my time is also extremely valuable. Yes. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, yeah, that's the only difference when the agent said it. He said, I am from Hollywood and my time is... Right. I'm not trying to f, f your mouth. Go, go for it. <laughs> I'm not trying to f your mouth. And I'm not going to put my finger in you. Yeah. But I, I is, am from Hollywood. This is even better that my mom can't hear the sound clips because <laughs> now it sounds like it's literally coming from you. It's just me saying in front of your mom, I'm yeah. not going to fuck your mouth. I'm not going to fuck your mouth. In case you wondered, I'm not going to do that to Jesse. That's, we have uh, an agreement an agreement amongst friends. <laughs> Not gonna fuck Holy your mouth. shit. I wish you could see. Oh my god. Okay, so then they say I think it's safe to valmorphanize, which is their term for everything. Yeah. Which I love because it spoofs in action movies how they always have some overly technical term that means nothing. Yeah. And I love that this is just a general term for anything awesome that they can do as Team America and they end up turning into a uh, uh, plane basically like Mask remember that show in the 80s that uh, that no. animated show you're a little younger than me but Mask you guys remember it was uh, it st stood for something but it was these vehicles that would tra change into like planes and battle how know. many how many years before 9-11 <laughs> sorry <laughs> Yeah, okay. it's 9-11 times a thousand times a thousand you mean 9100 911,000 <laughs> and then when he goes uh, it'll be 9-11 times 346,002 yeah what does that mean? No one knows. No one knows. <laughs> but anyways, so... Um, that was... N not that yeah. I'm telling Matt and Trey how to do comedy, but that one didn't pay off well for me. <laughs> <laughs> just as a callback. Yeah, just as a, a, a callback yeah. over and over. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, but I anyways... Was like, I don't know. I didn't uh, need this. <laughs> Mount Rushmore is their base. They fly into George Washington's mouth, I believe. And Chris is, a, Chris is a douche for no reason until we find out later that... We'll just give it away. Spoiler alert. Um, Chris... He's always constantly saying awful things. Spoiler alert. Jesus, it scared the Spoiler shit out of me. I literally thought that was a fire drill. And I was like, well, I'm just going to keep going. I don't care about fire. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Let's play, just because I'm bringing up Chris, let's play clip number six. This is Chris uh, talking trash to Gary before their first mission. Let's get one thing straight after. I don't trust you. And if you betray us, I'll rip your fucking balls off and stuff them up your ass so that the next time you shit, you'll shit all over your balls. Got it? 
What's your problem with me? Yeah, you want to go? Guys, guys, guys! <laughs> my, my favorite in the end is, yeah, you want to go? <laughs> so, I'm not going to really riff on that, because there's not many things to do. Yeah. Uh, other than balls shitting. Uh, I mean, I, I, have a, I have a gripe with just the... Just the logic and physics behind that is you wouldn't be, shit all over your balls if your balls were in your you'd ass. Shit them out. You'd shit them out. Yeah, that's all. That's in the only thing. In case you wondered, I mean, yeah. anatomy. We're very, we're very I good like about to be being scientifically accurate. Scientifically accurate. I went here. to school, mom. All right. Yeah, thanks for making me do that, mom. Thanks. Now so, I have to do this. <laughs> it's paid off real well, right? <laughs> Free podcast. Uh, uh, but you me. can you can you, hit us up on our Venmo account. Yeah, you, at, uh, <laughs> you pay us in thumbs up. Uh, by the way, the person didn't thumbs down us last time. I know. We called them out, and they they didn't do it. I don't know why. I don't um, know what happened to they him. will. We'll get double thumbs down this time. Uh, but Gary t- or Chris turns out he doesn't like actors because he was so excited as a kid to go see Cats, mm-hmm. and he went there and he went backstage and they were having like a drunken Cats orgy, and he was uh, taken advantage of by Mr. Mephistopheles. He sure was. Which is just how could you not blame actors for that? Which is such a stupid. <laughs> Oh god, that it's so again wildly offensive, but such a stupid thing that you can't help but laugh at yeah. the fact that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'd be more traumatized by cats than by actors yeah. at that point. Yeah. I'd be like, I just want to yeah. avoid yeah, household like when the pets. cats attack at the end. I'd be terrified. Yeah, I'd be like, no, thank you, no, thank you. I'm out. Okay, let's keep going. So then, when Gary quits, uh, this is one of my. I pretty much pulled clips from every song because I love every song in this movie. This is the fake country song, "Freedom Isn't Free," and which, which is. Correct. Sounds a lot like a lot of things played in on like super patriotic radio stations around the Fourth of July. Like that one that always plays. Oh, proud to be yeah. an American, where at least I know I'm free. And when I was a kid, I used to just belt along to that. And then the more you learn about kind of like the inner corrupt politics of our country, you're like, yeah, I'm proud to be an American, but are we free? I mean, we are. Sure. By comparison, we are. Sure. But there's some. It's just, it's an over glamorized view, and this you feel freer when you're singing country you do, songs. You do, you do. Let me just put it that. Don't way. get me wrong. I love this country. Before anybody gets weird with it, don't. Which nobody on. I mean, nobody. I hope your friend isn't watching right I hope, now. I hope Trump isn't watching. Donny, Donny, Johnny, Johnny. Oh my God! I want to see a movie with Donald Trump as the bad guy, directed by Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I want to see a Team America World Police 2, where they realize America has turned on them, and they have to fight back against America. Interesting, and that would give a whole new meaning to the puppets. Yeah. yeah. Also. Yeah. See what I did there? Hey! hey. And you could have a real-life Vladimir Putin make a cameo uh, being a puppet for Trump, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm sure he does He does random cameos in South Park created uh, <laughs> American films. Yeah. yeah. I think so. If he doesn't, he should. he should. It's an untapped market for you know, Russian monarchs. Just saying. Just monarch? Anyways. I don't think so. He's <laughs> a president. Dictator. He was elected. Uh, pretty much a dictator. Um, so let's play clip number three, please. <laughs> it sounds kind of real. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't throw in your <laughs> it's my favorite part. It costs a buck oh five. It's the <laughs> buck oh five. <laughs> and the guy going, <laughs> in the background. I don't understand. I remember seeing this and being like, where, where did buck oh five come from? Does that have, if anybody knows if that has any relevance or if it's just, I think it's completely random. But, I mean, if freedom only costs a buck oh five, and if that would fix everything in our country, I'll chip in two ten instead of a, two bucks and ten cents. For... That, for who? For you and your for wife? For everybody. Oh. 
I'll chip in instead of a buck oh five. Well, I know. I mean, if I did for everybody, then there would be millions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, you would owe all the money. All then. the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying Don't say for I would everybody. chip in for myself $2.10 instead of a buck oh five just to say, hey, I'm with it. Oh, so you like, so you know how at some of those coffee shops you can buy like a community coffee? Yeah. And then like the homeless people come in and yeah. they're like, I'll have a community yeah. coffee and they take one off the board? Yeah. Yeah. So you do that. I would for, do that. But for freedom. But for freedom. Nice. If it was a buck oh five. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think it's, I think it's more than a buck oh five. Could, do they take personal checks? <laughs> do they take Venmo? I'm, who do we, we where do we send uh, our freedom money? Guilty to? movie pleasures sponsored yep. by Venmo. Venmo is a, I'm kidding. We're not actually sponsored by Venmo. I don't not know. Not yet. I don't can, know you guys, can you guys add Venmo for us? Am I allowed? I'm trying, I want to get Dolby theaters to, uh, can you guys add promote us. Venmo and add Dolby for us? And keep on the Lonely Island, please. Yeah, there we go. Keep on the Lonely Island. So then, um, You have a lot of homework this week. Kim Jong-il is introduced as the bad guy. At King Jamil. <laughs> I can't say his name. Why can't I say his name? I like it. I, like I keep it. saying jump. I think you keep saying King Jump-il. Like, That's how I see him. King Jump-il, dog. That's how I see him. That's his rapper. That was his rapper name. When he was younger. When, when he was alive. He was going through a phase. When he was alive. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is when now he, in power, When right? he was younger than dead. <laughs> when he was younger than dead, yes. Yeah. So, uh, Kim Jong-il is introduced, and um, the, the crazy thing is how much of a stink was made over the interview, that James Franco yeah. Seth Rogen movie, yeah. that was about them going to kill uh, Kim Jong-un. Kim... His King, son. King Jump-un. King Jump-un. Yeah. King Jump-un, yep. <laughs> right. And how... Uh, which just sounds Jump-un. Uh, Don't... <laughs> keep it classy. Yeah, come on. Keep it classy. Come on, Ben. We're running a classy We're podcast here. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to say that. Think your mom's trying to tune out most of what I say. Just focus on <laughs> you and be like, I'm so proud of my son here. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so um, Kim Jong-il, uh, I'm, I'm amazed that maybe this did stir more controversy, but maybe because it's puppets they didn't care, but... So here, I heard um, I heard an interview with Matt and Trey where they were asked, who have, in your careers, you've taken shots at lots of people. Yeah. Who have you gotten the most back from? Yeah. And they, without hesitation, and, uh, like, at the exact same time, were like, Sean Penn. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's so incredible. Apparently when this... I would think George Lucas or Steven Spielberg, when they did that episode of them raping Indiana Jones yeah. after the fourth movie came no out. No one else cares. No one... Everyone else has a sense of humor yeah. about themselves. But... Sean Penn. Apparently, Sean Penn was in the trailer for this, and he saw himself and wrote them an open letter in some sort of publication and <laughs> oh, and, and, and like faxed it to them. And part of the letter was, I've been to Iraq. And they were like, it was so funny because that's literally all he says in this movie. <laughs> I've been to Iraq. And he like unintentionally included See, it in his rebuttal to their farce. That's where I think this movie, as, as dated as some of the jokes are, I think it works if you're a liberal. I think it works if you're a conservative because it makes fun of liberals as much as it makes it fun just, of conservatives. Yeah, making fun of people yeah, it's when, as individuals yeah. was fine with me. And that's it makes fun of like, because the big thing conservative people or Trump fans always say is, these Hollywood actors should shut up, which is ironic because their president is a reality TV star yep. <laughs> that is now running their country. So I always love it when they're like, actors shouldn't have a political opinion. It's like, well, neither should a reality TV star. Well, and he's running I mean, do they say that? Do they say reality stars? shouldn't have a political no, they don't. opinion they don't, they don't the kardashians they? they say actors <laughs> if so. a kardashian was first lady they yeah. wouldn't mind um 2020 kanye 2020 oh god if the, the rock might be right <laughs> no, i love the rock so it. much stop but it. i am so annoyed by that this is because it makes me love him less i'm like no don't do that i've seen people that are like super excited about the possibility and it's like <sighs> no. have you not learned a single no. fucking thing like from i love the rock and all right. I Anyways, we won't get into that. That just will make me angry because I love him so much. But he's and, so strong. He's That's so the strong. thing. And then he has all, huge muscles. We literally will be in idiocracy because he'll be a WWE player, yeah. a wrestler as president. Yeah, I stick with player. She's I like player better. WWE player. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so Kim Jong Il. This is an example of 
of um, the dialect uh, they yeah. chose for it. Can we yeah. play clip number four? Do you have any idea how fucking busy I am? I cannot believe that I actually have a Chetson standing here telling me when he's going to take a delivery. Hello? <laughs> bad, no, I know. It's so bad, but it's kind of funny. Because it's for me, it's making fun of Kim Jong-il. But it's not. It's but also it's racist. Not. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to touch this one. Uh, <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those that maybe culturally isn't as... Um, we just don't handle it as much. Like we handle, no, we no. handle the um, like the gay jokes a lot more now. In yeah, like, yeah. In unless like it's a Michael Bay movie, dated, right? But I mean, just like we're used to talking about it, and we just, I guess, we don't talk about yeah. making fun of Asian accents as much. Yeah, is yeah. that possible? I mean, because like again, I'm to, again though, I feel like it, they get away with it because they make fun of everyone, and that's what I think is like making fun. Like, they're making fun of America just as much. I mean, they get away with it. Yeah, let me just yeah, yeah. let me be clear. I'm not <laughs> saying that there was any criticism for any of this, and any of that was justified at the time. Yeah. I'm just saying that like it, it's tough watching it now yeah, here I can see that. It, like things have changed <laughs> anyhow Hans Briggs <laughs> I, love, I love when Hans Briggs comes in and I don't even know what his real name is Hans Briggs and then he feeds him to the sharks and his head gets ripped off um, but this is my favorite so when he gets valmorphinized when when uh, Gary comes back they do this elaborate basically spoof on face off where they're showing how they're shrinking his nose they're changing all of his features yeah. and then all it looks like they did is put Dirt makeup on his face and patchy beard, like when Keanu Reeves tries to grow out a beard. Yeah, and how it grows in patches. It grows on his forehead. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, no, oh, I but, love, but I love Keanu. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Keanu, I love him. But if you notice, he has patch- and a lot of people. I, I my mustache takes forever to grow, uh-huh. so I just look like I'm rocking like the Amish beard. Yeah. So you know, you all, should grow. All facial hair wasn't made alike. You should grow yeah, the inverse of alike. your patches longer and then stop shaving the patch part I mean, and then just grow just it out. Grow this yeah. and this and this. Yeah. Just have like. It'd be like weirder than John Travolta's facial uh, hair choices in the early two thousands. It would be if you saw Swordfish. It and would be weirder Punisher. than than Ben Affleck's performance in Pearl Harbor. It'd be weirder, right? Than that. It'd be weirder than be that. Weirder than that. Yeah. Oh, that movie sucks. Uh, that movie <laughs> sucks so much. So here's the American anthem that when I saw this in theaters and had no idea this was coming because I hadn't even seen a trailer for this movie. This is back before trailers ruined everything. Yeah. Now, like, do not watch the third trailer to Planet War for the Planet of the Apes. It ruins the entire movie. I didn't see it and I watched it after. I do that game now where I watch the teaser and nothing else and then after the movie I watch all the trailers they have online and you're like oh it's a whole movie in three minutes I've heard that trailer also ruined Dunkirk it did ruin Dunkirk which is crazy like it doesn't even have any footage in it not even the same that's that's nice Christopher Nolan actually hand selects the footage he gives to trailer houses and won't let the so everything that he puts in trailers is a teaser that's smart and it's and never from the third act it's only for the first half of the movie Interesting. It's crazy. There's going to be a Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie one time that like the third act is just a musical, and you're like, "What the fuck? What the f- I had no this idea is not this what I coming. signed up for." Yeah, It'd be like if the second half of La La Land continued being a musical. Oh, that would be interesting. Oh, if shots they fired. Had done that. Yeah. Shots fired. So, anyways, let's play clip number five because this stays a musical the whole time. Clip number five, please. I just want to jam out to this. It's a pretty nice, nice tune. You know, yep. 
And then there's that. And, they're, and, they're, and then there's that. They tag it with the, with the dick joke. You know, they go... <laughs> I wish they thought of something a little more clever than lick my butt and suck on my balls, but, you know. I mean, more uh, clever or more... No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So more clever. You know, sure. I, I do know that... Um, when they were batting around campaign ideas for Trump, uh, the MAGA was was in the forefront, but they had batted around some other ideas to be a little bit more edgier. To what do they call it? To to shake up the marketplace. What do they call that when they break? They need something to break through the noise. Yep. And he thought of just coming out and literally just having uh, Mike Pence just yell "America, fuck yeah!" But of course, Mike Pence is super religious, so he put he the wouldn't say on that. It. They thought about having my mom do it, he and she even was say, like, uh-uh. He wouldn't even say America, heck yeah. No. He, he, the only thing he would say was America, yeah. Yeah. And he also couldn't be on stage with a woman alone. Right. There had to be that woman's husband or boyfriend. Mm-hmm. and Or son. <laughs> or son. Yep. Someone uh, to protect that woman. Yeah. Yeah. Because little do you know, Mike Pence has <laughs> urges. <laughs> what if Mike Pence just has like this weird like pheromone issue, uh, pheromone issue where like if he's in a room alone with a woman, he's just like, I can't contain yeah, myself. And you're like, what? we're being totally insensitive to Mike Pence's problems right now. We are. He's like, I can't. I like, like, literally can't control. He's like, like, he's like, maybe he turns into a werewolf. We don't know. Who knows? We just don't know enough about Mike Pence. We don't. Someone enlighten us. They never do. He's hanging in the back going, I'll just let this blow over. I'm waiting for the and then I'll come out and go America, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Okay, let's move on. Um, Interestingly (laughs) enough, that's also um, how much time do we have? I don't even know. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Uh, forever, cool, forever. Uh, Uh, Nine p.m. Perfect, perfect. Three hours on this show. (laughs) Uh, Lead actress of Superstore, America Ferrera. That's actually when she walks onto set. They have to. They have to play. Uh, Oh yeah. Can we play uh, a, what America Ferrera's theme song when she walks on a superstore? Clip number, f- uh, whatever that was. Maybe five? five. Maybe five. Yeah, there we go. America's walking on set, everybody. And she walks on with her arms out like this. And then they all like just throw confetti and like yeah. just. And her personal assistant sprays her with a water bottle just to cool her off because of the hot lights. They feed her and just like yeah, sushi with a long stuff. spoon. Like, yeah, long spoon. So they don't have to get sushi with a long spoon. That's how you eat I don't sushi. Know why I chose sushi? <laughs> you don't eat sushi with a long spoon? I guess I don't. That's no. weird. That's weird. Who doesn't? Who doesn't do that? You know who does? Mike motherfucking Pence. <laughs> Mike, Mike mother mother Pence. Mother mother Pence. Mother sister Pence. Yeah. Oh man, that guy just. Uh, he looks like a serial killer to me. He, he, Mike Pence looks like a guy who has a lot of pe- bodies in his basement. By the way, that information is coming from friend of CIA agent Ben Begley. <laughs> I wonder if I could get in trouble for saying he looks like a serial killer. He just looks like that guy, like a Ted Bundy type. Don't walk it back. Who you're yeah. like? He's so charming and like not. I don't think he's charming, but like he's like uh, like he's too. He's too Republican American looking. He's too mm. like he looks like he came out of a Republican. Uh, politician factory like he just was like hand pressed like a Ken like a old white haired Ken doll version of what Republicans want in office old white men Republicans in office what was that movie about the author who was writing a story and then the character showed up at his door Ruby Sparks Uh, maybe that also but that's not the one I was like oh Stranger Than Fiction Stranger Than Fiction yeah it's like that. It's like that. It's Someone like, was writing it's like Republic- the Republican Manifesto, yeah. and Mike Pence knocked on the door, and they were I'm like, here. <laughs> "I'm mother sister Mike Pence." I don't think he. I don't think Mike Pence has killed anyone. It's clearly against his religion. He doesn't think. He does. He can't be sure. I can't be sure. Hey, can't unprove it. Yeah. So it's so, fact. So it's fact. So in this people. day and age, if you can't disprove it, it's fact. Fact. 
you can't prove that global warming is not real. Well, yeah, you can. Well, you, yeah, can. you can. If you listen to you, 99% you of scientists. You can't prove that Venmo doesn't sponsor our podcast. <laughs> so, fact. Pretty sure all you have to do is call them and they'll say no. Uh, especially after this episode. <laughs> so we talked about how they go into like a terrorist-inspired, uh, Tatooine-inspired terrorist where it's like, Jihad, jihad. Yeah. And it's just, it's, yeah. But it's like definitely. Well, Muhammad Ali. It's definitely like the. Yeah. And and I lo- one of my favorite moments in that scene is when um, the empath comes in and goes, Gary. And then they pull their guns out and she just gatling guns the whole room and then calmly goes, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> just so stupid. But so long story short, he he talks his way in with the terrorists because he tells a monologue. About when his sheep were killed by uh, the infidels. He acts. He acts, but he calls upon when his brother was murdered, as we find out, by apes, because he was acting. Because of his acting? <laughs> because he was acting on the rails and he <laughs> fell in. And then his brother jumped in to save him and he had blueberries in his pocket. I didn't know. I want to know, fact check. I should have checked this. Are, are gorillas into blueberries? I really don't think so. I don't think so. But we'll find out. You know, they didn't touch on that in the War for the Planet of the Apes uh, movie. Definitely not in the trailer. No, uh, no. I, the trailer I, watch the Dunkirk trailer. Watch and the Dunkirk. And out maybe they'll find out if, if gorillas if eat blueberries. Gorillas love blueberries. Could be a great um, folk band, gorillas eat blueberries. Well, there was a lot of, like, I had a... a dodgeball team, gorillas yeah. eat blueberries. <laughs> I had a burning question about yep. what he was acting on that ledge. <laughs> like, what, what does that mean? I was acting on the ledge? <laughs> it sounds like he was just dicking around. and Yeah. And, you know. I was up there, acting. And then they had to gas all the gorillas, which at the time... A lot of this at the time seemed ridiculous. Like, it would yeah. never happen. And now it's like... That's the thing that was the hardest for me to laugh at. Yeah, was Harambe's like, family has not watched this movie no, because they can't. They can't. It's too sensitive. It's the, it's the thing, though. Like, a lot of this stuff, when it came out in 2004, seemed fucking ridiculous. Seemed yep. like, oh, that would never happen. Nobody would ever fall into a gorilla pit, and then they'd have to gas all of them. It's like, oh no, oh no, that happened with Harambe. It definitely happened. Oh no, uh, we wouldn't have like it. Just not it, only did it happen, but we know that gorilla's name. Like, yeah. imagine, imagine that 2004, yeah. Ben. Yeah. On your date. I mean, <laughs> now you just took me to a dark place. <laughs> took me to a dark place. I went back in time and I warned 2004, Ben. Damn. I warged back in time like Bran Stark. Oh, Game spoiler. Of spoiler. Spoiler. Oh, shit. Whatever. <laughs> so then we, then we get introduced to the actors because the actors are mad because the Sphinx was destroyed. The pyramids were destroyed yep. by Team America. Everybody's like, um, Team America is the enemy, not terrorists. And uh, <laughs> they introduce Matt Damon. Everybody else gets either a decent impression of them. Like Alec Baldwin kind of sounds like Alec Baldwin, yeah. kind of. Sean Penn just sounds like Hartman. Sam Jackson just sounds like a... <laughs> black guy basically yeah, just yeah, generic yeah. black guy Tim Robbins voice. doesn't sound like Tim Robbins Tim Robbins is a weird one <laughs> Tim Robbins is just kidding like I'm Tim Robbins yeah. hey um, it's like deep voice Cartman yeah uh, not to be <laughs> confused with deep throat Cartman oh god gross <laughs> gross why did I say that anyways uh, can we play clip number seven this is Matt Damon's impression Matt Damon <laughs> and it just keeps happening I wonder what's gonna happen when Matt Damon hopefully no time soon but is no longer with us because he's just a fucking punching bag like he gets it from everyone Jimmy Kim, from his friends even from like, his friends like he's such a champion he takes it so well yeah and like I'm just worried that every all the making fun of that he absorbs will be spread out 
across people that can't deal with it, yeah. and it'll just be chaos. Because energy cannot be created nor destroyed, so right. that, that making it'll fun of energy dispersed. will just, just yeah. disperse. Yeah. Well, we already know our president can't take being made fun of. Yes. Uh, so I hope no more go. Well, yeah, let's just keep directing it towards him. Yeah. Uh, why not? Can we play Matt Damon again? Because I hear that when he um, when he won the Academy Award for Goodwill Hunting for Best Screenplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just so overcome with emotion that all he could get out at first before Ben Affleck kind of nudged him and gave him like a bro let's do this yeah. was this Matt Damon <laughs> Ben Affleck was like yes they already announced yeah. our names <laughs> well, right they, we got it they already announced so our names so I heard actually after Matt after Ben Affleck watched this movie he was like starting to think about his life and his choices and yeah. he was like man Pearl Harbor I did I did not do a great job and he was like inconsolable yeah. and one of his friends brought like went over and was like hey man like and he was like i don't want to talk to you and they were like well can i who do you want to talk to who who can i bring over here and he was like Matt and you know after that he uh-huh. started directing right he switched the script and he and that's how we got amazed. argo that's how he got argo yeah was talking to Matt Damon. <laughs> it's so good so i love <laughs> we talked about the puppet dance it's not un- unlike how both of us dance in real life. Yeah. I-, I love the, hey, do you want to dance? Oh, great. <laughs> and when she's like, do you think it's okay to date a coworker? And he's like, I think it's more than okay. Right. <laughs> it's happy. Like, <laughs> half of this is visual gag, so it just makes me look like a weirdo doing it. But, uh, and then we find out that she's in love with Gary. Everybody's in love with Gary. I mean, how could you not actor. be? Um, the, 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 then she says, "I promise, promise me you'll never die," because she doesn't want another one to die like her fi- ex, almost right. fiance. Yeah. And he goes, "I can't promise that." Then she says, "If you promise me that, I'll make love to you right now." And I love that he turns around and goes, "I promise, I will <laughs> never die." And it's the most stale delivery ever. And then we're treated to, mind you, this was the unrated cut, so half of that sex scene did not happen in theaters. Namely, how it starts off like a. Um, like a 90s classy right. sex scene and escalates to German poo porn. Right. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I saw maybe the edited... I only saw like a two-minute sex scene, oh. but I understand there's like an extended six-minute yeah, sex they, scene. Yeah, they... There's bodily flu yeah they pee and oh, poop on each other great it's okay disgusting. No, i didn't see it's that part disgusting it's even though it's puppets you're still like okay okay and i so, so you guys got to if you're watching this um you guys just got to see the moment where i was in my life the most pleased with my choices <laughs> that's i've never been more happy about a choice <laughs> you I made, don't have to that relive i that. didn't watch the six minute <laughs> team america sex scene so i think though that even though i made it on the dvd i assume that that was one of those jokes they put in to get away with other graphic stuff in the sex yeah, scene. Yeah. I'm sure what it was is like the sense, like they did with South Park the movie. They were like, the censors will never allow this, but then they'll allow the incredibly gratuitous other stuff. Sure. But let's move on from the puppet sex scene because uh, it's making me uncomfortable. I want to talk about it a little more. Okay, perfect. That, let's, no, you want to just do a play by play? Each position? Can we break down each part? So the Panama Canal attack happens. Uh, everybody's blaming Durka Durkistan uh, and, and Team America. Gary leaves the team. He says he's dead inside. Yep. Uh, then we have the sad uh, t- Team America anthem. Can we play clip number eight? <laughs> like rain as he's like driving off, and they're all sadly flying away. But still, America, fuck yeah. You know, <laughs> I. I've I've seen some videos of Trump supporters online that that before were very much 
America, fuck yeah, when they were like, we're getting coal, mm -hmm. we're getting our jobs back, we're getting Obamacare out of there. Yep. I like my affordable health care. I hate Obamacare. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yep. And then they were like, America, fuck yeah. And now that it's been, you know, 200 plus days, they're still, they're, tr they're trying to muster it. They're trying to muster it. Doing the it. best they can. But it's a little bit more like, you know, they're like, we still got you, ISIS. We still got you. Kind of. We pulled out of every international relationship we have. I mean, we have you because we're the best, but I mean, we're just not showing it right now. I still love my country, and I can't really remove my Make America Great Again tattoo that I have <laughs> on my heart. On your, on your nipple? <laughs> this is where my heart is, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I wasn't sure where I was gonna place it. Yeah, and then I just chose. And you like? Oh yeah, there we go. That's what I was doing. I, I was pointing to the GI Joe flag, which was my most patriotic shirt I had, by the way. How about that? I had a Captain America shirt, but if you can believe it, it was actually smaller than this one, and it already looks like I'm wearing a child's large. Uh, I'm not trying to show off Humble the, the non-existent guns Humble that brag. I have, but I've recently learned that I should not dry any of my shirts anymore. Okay. Because then it comes up to mid, like, th three quarters of the bicep. Well, now you know. It's good to find out that sort it's of stuff early in life. Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> After I've ruined most of my outfits. So, anyways, um, Spotswood gets blown up. Michael Moore comes in. And can we play clip number nine? Because this is one of my favorite. I've said this way too many times in my life out of context. And it's a little bit of an offensive phrase to say. Jesus, titty fucking. I never noticed that he yells, cry! Yeah. He's getting blown back. <laughs> and I don't know how many times I've been in traffic. I've, like, rolled up to traffic on the 405 and just been like... Jesus, titty fucking... And then Renee's like, you know, eventually you can't say that. Right. Because our daughter's going to understand what you're saying. Could you imagine... I'm, I'm going to try to. If my daughter's first words in front of, like, Grandma and Grandpa Begley were... Yeah. Hi, Grandma Grandpa! And they'd just be like What? That was a full exclamation. That wasn't like a partial word that we tried to like sit tell people was a full word. No. That was like an actual was, statement. Full, I mean, my daughter's pretty advanced. I'm not saying so she's I'm, not. I'm saying she's going to have a phrase be her first thing. It's not going to be a word. We're telling her not to say just a word. You're saying just hold out. Hold out, hold out until you have a full thought. Don't just save it. Don't come at me with mama or, or daddy. daddy. Come at me with Jesus titty fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Be a, a fucking grown up, Daisy. <laughs> Can we play? So uh, the team gets blown up. They're all kidnapped by Kim Jong-il. And they're all um, sad. Uh, and, and Kim Jong-il is sad because no one takes him seriously. Uh, King Jump-il. King Jump-il. <laughs> Sorry, that's his King real name. King Jump-il. Sorry. Yeah. Can we play uh, clip number 10? This is his lament, which is also wildly offensive. But... So wrong me. <laughs> Sorry, it's really funny. So wrong me. So wrong me and sad real alone. This is so bad. No one just... I feel so guilty laughing at this. It's so offensive. 
<laughs> That's my favorite part of the anime. He goes, air. <laughs> so okay, there was a there was a fan of ours online that that mentioned that I should start the, the show by singing that. Yep. And I respectfully decline because, but respectfully, uh, respectfully, because of. <laughs> Uh, a white dude singing "I'm So Ronery" yeah. um, out of context. It's much even better in context. If King Jump Ill is. It's doing much it. better if King Jump Ill does. We won't touch that anymore. But God, that makes me laugh, and I feel awful about it. I think so. Part of it, I guess, for me, why it maybe part of why it didn't translate to now is because it's literally one joke. It's it is just one a joke, joke of bashed. like, yeah, 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 and <laughs> and like I've heard it before. So yeah, yeah. it maybe just yeah. the air came out of the sails a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so I sure feel terrible about laughing at that. Uh, I'm I am not a racist, I promise. But that joke mm-hmm. is racist. Uh, anyways, uh, the, <laughs> your favorite part of the movie. Uh, I know how much you love throwing up in movies. I, um, so I have a major bone to pick with everyone in this industry. Seeing, vomiting seeing is throw up does not make what you're doing prestigious. It doesn't make it more realistic. It doesn't make me feel like we're in the world. It doesn't make me feel like that oh, person so you is mean actually even in like, sick. Like, say you're watching a drama about a heroin addict. Fucking anything. You would, rather, you see, would rather see the toilet and just hear it the second you see it. see it coming out of their mouth. Everyone is doing that now. Like, Every show on HBO has done it at some point in the last season. And it also is never how people really vomit. You never just go, and throw up a perfect amount that could fit in your mouth. Yeah. The only time it's really funny is on SNL when they get the puke tubes. That when are they cooling. get the puke tubes, it's fine, because you can, like, it just looks like a hose. Yeah. But if when, you can uh, see Ro- it Robert Go- Was it Robert Goulet's Christmas thing, where he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going too fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I get the gag for this was that he's going to throw up, an, like, just an unnecessary and not normal amount. Um, like, way more than so could still, ever fit you're in still, him. I feel like I have an eyelash killing me right now. But you're still disgusted when it's a puppet throwing up. Yeah. It, when you see it coming out of someone's mouth, it's so unnecessary. So that's your pet uh, peeve. So we I should choose, we should choose movies it. from here on out sans throwing up. Yes. Okay, perfect. Good to know. If there's a list compiled anywhere of movies <laughs> that don't have actual throw up in yeah. it, we're, we will take from that list. Can we? Uh, so then um, there is a monologue that I didn't pull because it, it's so much that is then called back in the end. Mm-hmm. But he basically gets told by another drunk uh, bar patron that there's only three kinds of people in this world dicks, pussies, and assholes, which we'll get to and it's very explained and your mom already heard it so uh, I won't feel that bad but uh, long story short he he decides to go back uh, and and fight for freedom, I forget what changes his mind what changes his mind uh, oh he goes back and finds that everything's blown up and Spotswood's right. is still alive and then there's that awful scene where Spotswood is it's kind of funny and then it goes too far where it's like no we have to go back because they're saying it so seriously and committed with like we have to go to back to that first moment of trust where you were worried I wanted you to blow me now you have to blow me to pr- prove that we have trust again yep. and it's like I, I think that his delivery of that's hilarious but then I wish they didn't go through with well, it well so the joke works just as well if they shorten that whole bit and he says exactly what you just said we have to go back to the first moment of trust and I have to make sure you trust me and get Gary to commit to doing it and then saying I'm kidding what are you doing yeah like the that, that the joke, joke still works because then all you get is later on where he says it over the loudspeaker he's so committed he would blah 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 and yeah. it's like eh. I think it would still work if he goes I'm kidding yeah yeah if he just like if 
if we took it all the way up to that moment because and that way you can call back but you can still build throughout you could have put one more in there where he was like and i will do this for you as long as you suck my dick i'm kidding man and like he he could it could have he could have taken it further and further every time because it's super awkward to watch them disappear and then just spots what's dead puppet eyes it's just creepy yeah i would have even rather it just be like left open that you don't know if he did or not and then they say at the end he loves this country so much that and then the payoff would be he did actually instead of seeing it played out and then hammering it over your head that's actually that's why they ended the sopranos the way they did (laughs) (laughs) there we go perfect there you go go. deep cut so pearl harbor sucks (laughs) we did that already Oh, I forgot to pull the clip of the montage song, but if you haven't seen it, just watch the clip for the montage, because they make fun of every action movie ever, where they're like, sure, lots of things happen at once, remind everyone of what's going on, with every clip, show a little improvement, to show it all would take too long, gotta have a montage, and it's so funny, because every action movie ever, they even say even Rocky has a montage, Yeah, and I love that, because yeah, if you didn't, think about if the montage didn't exist, every action movie would be four and a half hours long. Yes, because you'd have to watch them. You'd have to watch the whole. It would. It would. Every action movie would be a trilogy, or it would fade in and fade out and be like three months later, and yeah. you just miss all of it. Yeah. Oh, another one of the other yeah. jokes that I loved that I forgot to say earlier, and that it's stupid that I'm bringing it up now, but it's because it's so please. small. But when they're um, when the, uh, I forget where they were going, but they're like Central America. They're somewhere in Central mm-hmm. America, and the the description of it was like two thousand miles south of the real America. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> so, there you go. There's another one. There's another one. Chuck I love that they, they spoof the Matrix when he comes in. They spoof Star Wars. He comes up like uh, Luke Mission Skywalker. Impossible Mission Impossible when he rips 2, his face off. Which, holy shit. I remember seeing Mission Impossible 2 and being like, how many masks of people does he just have? And how does this... Infinite. Like, how does that work in a real world? He has a mask of you. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> It's all that Scientology, you know. He got to Truly. the fourth theta blocker, or whatever it is. No, it's not. It's not a blocker. Oh, it's a. Th- I don't know. <laughs> Zenu? I don't know. That's a thing. He I was just... audited. I know that much. Oh, okay. He was. That's what they do. So they audit. Trump. So who knows? <laughs> We're never going to see Tom Cruise's tax returns either. No, no, not audited by tax, but the Scientology process oh. is called auditing. Oh. Yeah. Just proves even more how much of a money scheme it is. There you go. We're just taking jabs everywhere. Well, it's Team America World Police. We got it. We, we got to bunker it. When in Rome. When in Rome. Blow up the. I don't know. <laughs> don't do it. Blow up it. Uh, so there's there's a uh, slow motion puppet walking like a Tarantino movie. The gory deaths we already kind of talked about. Gene Garofalo's head exploding out the back. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the cast of cats. Danny Glover's head gets chewed off by one of the cats that they say are panthers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's so many Helena gets cut in half. It's a it's really fun to see. Um, I guess 13 years later, who the celebrities they chose yeah. were, and like who was important in 2004. Yeah, yeah. because Helen Hunt isn't anymore. And like uh, Tim Robbins is still a great actor, but he's not doing he's as not doing much anything. now. It's so, but it's also funny that they're. A lot of these people are still super vocal politically. Yeah. In fact, they're almost more vocal politically than they are in in acting. We're just going to get a whole slate of celebrities running for office in 2020. I'm so excited. (laughs) I can't wait. Like I said, I love The Rock, but I can't can't fathom that. You love watching The Rock. Yeah. I don't want to run in my country. enough. And here's the other thing. plenty. He's in ballers. Here's here's one of two things are going to happen. He's he's either going to run, win, and be awesome... But still not be in movies, and I want him in movies. I'm going to miss him in Fast and Furious movies and miss him in G.I. Joe, or he's going to run and lose and be kind of like, why'd you do that? Or run and win and be terrible, and then I'm going to have to hate The Rock. 
and I don't want to have to hate him. Yeah. Because I love The Rock. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I even tried to force myself to love Baywatch. But I hated the movie, but I still love The Rock in it. Because of Zac Efron. <laughs> Fuck Zac Efron. No, he's, he's, I, that he was seems unnecessary. Like a, I don't, he seems like a, his, but I really don't have an opinion about Zac Efron. That I was, feel like he's unnaturally mm, cut. It makes me feel awful about myself. It did not represent my true stance can, on can Zac. We, so, so we're getting we're getting close to running way too long on this one. So let's get to where Gary comes out and he realizes he has to outact Alec Baldwin, which he says is impossible. It's impossible. He's but the he, greatest actor of all time. Then he remembers the drunk guy at the bar's speech. And let's play. It's a long one. So buckle up, folks. Clip number 12. This is how he convinces everyone that, that we need America, specifically Team America. Oh, no, we aren't. We're dicks. We're reckless, arrogant, stupid dicks. Kind of. True. Yeah. Truth. And the Film Actors Guild are pussies. Sometimes. Yeah. And Kim Jong-il is an asshole. True. Yep. True. Yep. So far, all true. Pussies don't like dicks. Because pussies get fucked by dicks. Okay. I can see that. But dicks also fuck assholes. In some instances, yes. Assholes who just want to shit on everything. They don't all want to talk. That's a think they can deal with assholes their way. But the only thing that can fuck an asshole is a dick. That's actually not true. That's not true. That's several other items. Not true. Yeah. The problem with dicks is that sometimes they fuck too much. Yep. True. Or fuck when it isn't appropriate. Definitely. Yo, true. for sure. Yes. Like in cats. Yes. Like in and cats. it takes a pussy to show them that. But sometimes pussies get so full of shit that they become assholes themselves. I don't think that. I don't think that. Because I don't pussies think are only an inch and a half away yeah. from assholes. Pussies are only an inch and a half away from assholes. Also true. I don't know much. I think it might be shorter. Crazy, How many years from now have been our pussies? Right. But I do know that if you don't let us fuck this asshole, <laughs> we are going to have our dicks and our pussies all covered in shit. But that would happen if you... If yeah, you fuck the ass. That would also well, happen. Depending on, you know. Anyways, I don't know, but the cleanliness, <laughs> the cleanliness. Of, How of, clean is of King Jump? King Ill. Jump ill. So, anyway, so the thing I love about that monologue is it's it, like we just did a commentary for it. Some of it's true, yeah. Some of it's wildly offensive and ridiculous, and obviously very vulgar. But it actually kind of makes sense, and so it's one of those dick and fart jokes in this movie that pays off because it makes sense. And it actually has uh, a, an, a comparison to real life instead of just being lick my butt and suck on my balls. Sure. And then also how committed he delivers that monologue. I mean, he's he's trying to <laughs> outact the greatest actor that we have. It's one of my favorite speeches ever. It's so ridiculous, but I love it so much. Uh, they cancel the bomb by clicking the big cancel button. Uh, he he frees Sarah, and they have this little Jerry Maguire moment. Can we play clip number thirteen? Lisa. I'm crazy about you. Will you please forgive me if I can... You had me at dicks fuck assholes. (laughs) Classy girl. (laughs) You know, I actually... um, There was a girl I used to date back uh, way long ago, and she was kind of off the charts bizarre. Like, Mm. like she just was party girl. Too party for me. Yeah, if you... You have to check the bizarre charts before you start dating Yeah, too party. Like, into into ecstasy and stuff, which... I know, no, if you're into that, cool. I'm just more straight edge. I heard Zac Efron's into it. I'm more more straight edge. I'm just saying. He can't prove it's not true. (laughs) I'm more straight edge. And so, I remember one time, I was like, I thought I should break up with her, and then I went back to her, and I was like, look, you know, I feel bad, and, and I started to apologize, and this is what played out. 
Will you please forgive me if I can... You had me at dicks, fuck assholes. And I was like, that... I never... Didn't say that. Said that. That wasn't me. And that's when I went... Okay, pull the ripcord on this one. And you're like, she's. I think she might be cheating on I me. Think she might be cheating on me. <laughs> I think she's talking about some other dude. Ironically, me. she did. True life story. She did break up with me because she was like, I can't um, only be with you. And I was like, What? What? <laughs> I also have to be with ecstasy. <laughs> I have to also what? do the other thing that that clip just said that I don't want to say in front of your mom. <laughs> uh, so, and then Kim Jong Il turns out to be an alien cockroach, which is super random and weird. But also true. Also, can't, believe it you or can't not, prove it's not don't true. Don't tell me it's not true because you can't prove it. He gets kicked in the nuts and falls on one of those uh, spear hats. I forget. I know it's an ornament, ornamental hat. Yep. I don't know what. I hope you're not looking to me for answers. Okay, here. cool. Perfect. Yeah, he gets know. killed and the, the, the cockroach spear hat is flies away into space. And then we end on America. Fuck yeah. And this is a list of things they chose to say fuck yeah about. Can we play clip number 14? The Gap. Baseball, okay. Yeah. NFL. What was the last one? Slavery. Slavery? You can tell that it feels like what the joke there is that they go, Slavery! And one racist one in the bunch goes, Fuck yeah! And the rest pause and go, where do we go from here? And then they just look at each other and go, Fuck yeah! <laughs> to like try and... Because there's an extended version of the song on the soundtrack where they're like, uh, they keep going, fuck yeah, and then they go, Republicans, and they go, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, I wish they'd done that with slavery. It would have been funnier if they're like, slavery, and then everybody's like, oh, f- 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 fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I, get, I, I mean, that's our history. But, uh, I mean, we have to own it, I guess. Native Americans in, in, in uh, reservations, no. <laughs> I can't do this anymore, guys. Can we get back to something positive? Polio. Walmart. Mm, you're in the right direction. <laughs> Matt Damon. Fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> That's all we need. We just need Matt Damon. Or it takes slavery out and Zach Efron. Mm. I'm just kidding. I have no opinion on Zach Efron. <laughs> you guys leave me alone. So just for yeah. the record, I do uh-huh. have an opinion on slavery, and that okay. is definitely not oh, yeah. not a fuck yeah. That opinion is shared by the entire guilty in, movie pleasure. Yes, the entire podcast. yeah, not a fuck yeah. In mm-hmm. fact, I, that's why I'm saying I wish the joke would have been the one that they do for where they're like, wait, we shouldn't have listed that one. Yeah, I don't know what the choice there was, but. Like I said, uh, I think it's the one, the well, one. Well, I like sort of. You sort of appreciate where they're going with like, um, like America. Americans love America, but like this is also <laughs> America. That's what it is, yeah. yeah, this is also. We seem to like. I remember in history class where like you kind of go, you, where you go, man. So the Nazis super bad. Uh, yeah, there's this part in our history. You know, when we first got over here, we did some things. Uh, Native Americans. Uh, we call them Indians. Christopher Columbus. You know what? Let's just move on. Let's just it's, move on that from was, that. It was way longer ago. Move on from that. Uh, that wasn't us. There's this time uh, slavery. Yeah, bad. Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> I remember in history class, it was like we didn't really focus on slavery. It was more like Lincoln. Yeah, that's such an American to focus on the white guy that saved everything. He saved everything. He just Lincoln. Nobody else. He won the Academy Award. I don't know if you know that, or was that Daniel Day? I don't know. I don't know. It was one of the two. It was one of the two. It was either Abraham Lincoln or Daniel Day Lewis. I don't know which one. Uh, it was. I hope we made our, our our views of the of America's checkered past clear that uh, you know we we got some dirt that, on our. Okay, so that is the opinion of the Guilty Movie Pleasures podcast. We don't know if that's the opinion of Popcorn Talk TV. <laughs> we definitely We're not, not sure. Uh, we definitely should say that oh, it is. Oh, we is. know it okay. is. We yeah. know it is. It is for sure. <laughs> okay, right. before we all get kicked off the air. I'm kidding. Uh, anyways, can we just play uh, the original um, as we go out? Clip number five. We're going to end on this. If you haven't seen Team America, I would love to know what you think of it. If you saw it and it's one of your favorite movies, how does it age for you now? Comment in the sections below on our YouTube channel. 
Uh, get, look at, re, listen to us on iTunes too. Uh, like us on there. Give us a review. Follow us on Twitter. Where can they find you, Jesse? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse. Check us out for sketch comedy at The Prom Losers. We released a sketch last week, Game of Thrones inspired. Check it out. It's on uh, YouTube.com slash Prom Losers. We also have a live show coming up at the Nerd Melt stage on nice. Sunday, uh, July 30th at 9 p.m. Sunday sketch show. That's awesome. Yep. You can find me at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram and at Guilty Movie Guys is us. So follow us. We got a little kick in followers after the Lonely Island guys. Yeah. So keep on following us because we, we love talking. That's where we really focus all our nerd Guilty Movie talk. So hit us up there. Let us know what you thought about Team America. If you haven't seen it, oh my god, I really want to know how shocked you were by this movie. And also, we want to know what you thought about Pixels. Yeah, we want to know what you thought about Pixels. <laughs> uh, a call back to ten episodes ago. <laughs> and in, until next time, America! America fuck yeah! America, America. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.